Now, when it comes to stopping drinking alcohol, there's a certain kind of drinker out there that can make your journey so much more difficult, so much more challenging, and just make it a lot more hard work. And what I want to do for you in this video is I want to discuss this other kind of drinker. I want to discuss somebody that can really harm you in your journey because there are two things that I'm certain of. Number one is alcohol is going nowhere. If you want to stop drinking alcohol, if you want to reduce your alcohol intake, or if you want to do whatever, alcohol is going nowhere. It's a part of your life and you will have to learn how to deal with it. The second thing that I'm almost certain about is that you will encounter other drinkers, right? They're going nowhere. That's just the world that we live in. People drink alcohol. So the way that you're able to deal with these people and the way that you're able to perceive alcohol is everything. So that's what I want to do for you in this video. I want to share some insight into the way that I deal with other drinkers, into the way that I deal with my perception of alcohol. And really, I want to help you because over the past few months, there's been an influx of people that are joining the Sober Clear program. And what they do is they use first principles thinking, they get into this state of mind where they see alcohol for what it is. But then the first thing that they tell me is that there's a little bit of apprehension about meeting other people. What are my friends going to think? What are my family going to think? So that's why I wanted to make this video. I want to share some advice that I would give to them that you could also apply as well. Because like I said, alcohol is going nowhere. We've all got to learn to deal with it. We've all got to learn to see it for what it is. And that's how we're going to get through all of this. So I, I think you guys are going to love this video. There's going to be some pretty non-mainstream ideas that I think you will love. And just before we do get into it, make sure to leave me a comment down below. Let me know how long you've not drank for. And also let me know where you are tuning in from in the world. It'd be really cool to see that. So just leave me a comment down below. And guys, if you do want my help stopping drinking and you want to learn what first principles thinking is and how we use coaching to help people build a life without alcohol, make sure to click the link in the description. There'll be a video that you can watch that outlines the program, how I help people, how I work with entrepreneurs and professionals, helping them get control. So click the link in the description for a bit more details on that. After you've watched that short video, you can book a call and we can see if the program may be good for you. So like I was saying, Alcohol is going nowhere and there are certain people in our life that we will encounter that drink alcohol and they've got certain ideas and beliefs that they hold on to with alcohol. Most people in the world that we live in see alcohol as a good thing. It's not a negative. It's a thing that helps me relax. It's a thing that helps me calm down. It's a thing that I like, you know, it's a thing that I enjoy. It gives me good times. It tastes nice. Most people have these, these ideas that they hold on to when it comes to alcohol. So when you're dealing with other kind of drinkers, the most important thing to understand is how you perceive alcohol. And what, what I mean by this is it's all about developing a worldview where you see alcohol for what it is. This is the first step to dealing with other drinkers because basically you are going to disagree with people on certain points. What I mean by this is that when I meet somebody that drinks alcohol and they're justifying to me why they drink alcohol, I know that they're drinking a poisonous drug that's doing nothing for them. And the only reason why they're drinking it is to feel good. Like I I feel all of the time. And I know this. So no matter what ideas a drinker says to me, whatever justification they've got for drinking the drug, my worldview is stronger than theirs. I know that alcohol is doing nothing for them. I know that it's a poisonous drug. I know that it's causing destruction, causing pain. It is doing absolutely nothing for that individual. So whatever justification that person has got for drinking, I've already developed my worldview to see right through it. Now, another example of this is when people go vegan. I mean, you've probably got friends or family that have eaten meat for their whole life and all of a sudden changed their view. They've stopped eating meat. And more often than not, those individuals hold a very strong worldview that what they're doing is right and what the other people are doing is not right. So it doesn't take much willpower, much persuasion for them to ever change. They don't want to go back to who they were before. So when somebody else is doing it, they don't need to, you know, resist or fight. They, they just see that person as doing something that they think is not right. They don't need to fight. 
And this is why I say, you know, changing the way you view alcohol is the first step to everything. Being able to see it as a drug, being able to see it as something that just does nothing for you, being able to see it as ethanol, as something that if you drink a neat pint of it will kill you, this is the first step. Because then when alternative worldviews are presented to you, you are so deep, you are so firm in the way that you see it, that these other worldviews aren't going to impact you. Because I lived for 10 years drinking, and every time that I tried to stop drinking, my worldview wasn't very strong. I didn't have firm, a firm understanding of the problem at hand. So when somebody else would say, hey, Leon, why don't you just have one or two drinks and then go back to, you know, moderation? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then I'd slip up. And then before you know it, six months later, I was drinking daily again or binge drinking like mad and destroying everything. My worldview wasn't strong enough to rise above that individual and say, well, no, I don't want to have one or two. Like, why would I even want to do that? These days, it's completely different because I've used first principles thinking. I've built my own worldview. I've been sharing that worldview on this YouTube channel and in the Sober Clear program. And I am so certain about the way I see alcohol is that when I meet another drinker, my perception is probably going to be a lot stronger than theirs. Like, their, their worldview is not going to impose mine. So that's step one. It's changing your perception on alcohol. That's the most important thing for you to do before you start dealing with these drinkers. And like I said, the way you do that is for using first principles thinking. There's a video training in the description that shows you how to use that. You can invest in courses, read books, watch videos like this one. You need to build that worldview first. And you need to be 100% certain that the way that you're seeing things is right. Which leads me to the next point, and that's the perception of the drinker themselves. Now, you've got to see those individuals uh, for what they are, right? They're falling for an illusion. The drug that they are taking is doing nothing for them. And you've got to be able to see that the drug is not serving that individual despite the image that they portray. Now, I've said this before, but I've got, you know, a friend that's uh, successful, you know, he's, he's, he's very wealthy, he's got a great career, he's very charismatic, very fit, very able, and just a likable person. And he drinks alcohol. And for so long, I would, I used to look up to this guy because he has everything under control and he never really gets drunk. And he just would have half a bottle of wine or a glass of wine with his meal. And I used to look at this guy with admiration. I used to think, damn, you know, I wish I could be like that. But even if things are under control for him and the drinking is, you know, it's, it's never really going out of control, that person is still doing something that is doing nothing for him. I don't need to look at that person anymore and be like, I wish I could be like them. I have no interest in being like that individual anymore because they're still consuming a drug that is not helping them in any way at all. And from experience, I know that me and that drug don't mix that well. Like, I just know that when I drink, things just go down, 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 down. And that's happened so many times. And in fact, everybody's pretty much on that slippery slope. We're just at different degrees and different severities and different inclines or declines, you know, people, people descend faster into the pit. So you've really got to be able to see other drinkers for what they are. They're not happy. And I know that that might sound a little bit brutal. I'm, I know that I'm not saying that you need to judge these people and look down on them by any means, but you can still be friends with these people. But when you see them drinking alcohol, you cannot buy into the idea of it being a good thing because it's not. If you buy into that idea again, that's just a slippery slope in your thinking to then start seeing alcohol as a good thing again. And trust me, you will meet people that may make you feel that way. You might meet somebody that's very successful, very likable, very sociable, and that person might sell you on his beliefs that, yeah, it's not so bad, you know, a few drinks here and there. You've got to be able to see your perception of alcohol as stronger than that individual's. You've got to be very firm, very grounded, and just see it the way that I've been describing it 
for all of these months now. Which leads me to the third thing that I want to mention in this video. And I just wanted to talk about friends and family because this is something that people in the Sober Clear program talk about time and time again. They see alcohol for what it is, they make the decision to go all in, they feel good about their decision. But then, you know, they might be at home when they made that decision, they might have just been, you know, going through day to day life. And then they say to me, you know, Leon, you know, I've got this event coming up or I'm going to go to, to this place, I'm going to go to see this family member, I'm going to see this friend. What are they going to think about me? Now, if you are very solid in your worldview, if you see it for what it is, like I've been explaining, that encounter will be fine. Because we can build up these things, we can build up these events that we don't know how it's going to go, and we can build it up and we can start creating fear. We can start creating fear that is going to be diff more difficult than it is. I've never once heard of a situation from all the people that I've worked with, and there's over 100 people in the program now, I have never once heard of somebody that has said, my friend just said, you know, I'm never going to talk to you again. How dare you? You're a waste of time. Waste of time. I've never heard it. People have built it up, and then they've gone and done an event or seen a friend or hang out, hung out with people, and everything has been okay. And you've also got to ask yourself, you know, if, if friends are kind of digging and giving you a little bit of pushback, yeah, sure, there's going to be there's going to be an element of that that's acceptable, but some people may just cross a boundary. And you've got to be okay with that. Like some people may cross a boundary and you may need to just say like what you've just done is not cool. Like if somebody's pushed and pushed and pushed and kept, you know, trying to put drinks in your face, they may cross a line where you've just got to say like, dude, like I am on this path, leave me the hell alone. And what I found is that when I stopped drinking is I naturally moved away from a lot of people. I didn't push people away, but I just realized like a lot of the people that I used to spend time with just weren't aligned to the same things that I wanted. But the point is, is, is that with, when it comes to friends and family is try not to build it up in your head too much. Just go for it. Don't, you don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to tell people I'm doing it because I've had a problem, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can just tell people I'm working on my health. I'm working on my fitness. You know, I don't want to drink at the moment and not explain yourself. But provided that you can see alcohol for what it is, like I said in the first part of the video, and you can also see other drinkers for what they are, dealing with friends and family becomes a lot easier when you're in that state of mind. But when it comes to friends and family, try not to build it up too much. Try not to create unnecessary fear when you don't even know what's going to happen. You don't know how other people are going to perceive it. Which leads me to the fourth point of the video. And the fourth point of the video is when you're stopping drinking and you're going to be around other drinkers is to only do things that you really enjoy doing. Now, for example, if my friends called me up tomorrow and uh, they said, oh, Leon, we're going to go bar hopping. We're going to go to this bar and then this bar, then this bar, then this nightclub, then this nightclub. There is a very, very, very small chance that I would say yes to doing that because I wouldn't want to do that anyway. Like going bar hopping just doesn't sound very interesting to me. Yet on the other hand is if one of my friends called me up and they said, oh, Leon, uh, you know, we're going to go and watch a Muay Thai fight, right? And there's alcohol involved and all my friends would drink there and I wasn't going to drink, but I really liked Muay Thai. I'm going, right? I'm not going to avoid friends and family if they are drinking, but there's something going on that I genuinely enjoy. The same way that I've told you guys before, but I lived in Bangkok for one month and this was uh, very early on in my journey when I was pretty much six months sober, something like that. And I went to Bangkok for a full month and I went to the bars four or five nights a week. I was with my best friend out there and uh, we're going out, we're playing pool, but I'm doing something that I actually enjoy. We're playing pool. It's a sport. We're having a great time. Alcohol was everywhere, but because I'm out doing something that I enjoy, it didn't bother me at all. But that's because my worldview and my understanding of alcohol is firm. It's very, very grounded. It's very, very solid. So even if, you know, the girls that work in the bar are like, oh, let's, let's have a shot, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, no, thanks. I'm good. But at the same time, I wouldn't put myself in a situation where I was uncomfortable, that I didn't enjoy the thing that I was doing and alcohol was there. Like I wouldn't exactly go into a, a nightclub with booming music and it was super busy because I just don't enjoy that environment. So the trick is, is when it comes to dealing with these other drinkers, it's just to do what you love. Don't do things that you don't enjoy and don't avoid activities just because alcohol is there 
if you actually enjoy the activity. Which leads me to the fifth and final point of the video. And it's that if you actually avoid alcohol, you're almost telling yourself that I'm actually making a sacrifice. I'm giving something up that added value in my life. If it was a friend's birthday party and they're going out and it's a really good friend and I wanna spend some good time with that friend and they're drinking alcohol at that party, but I really wanna go and I wanna see that friend, I'm going to that party. Because if I was to say that I'm not going because alcohol is gonna be there and somehow that's gonna make me uncomfortable, I'm already telling myself that I'm missing out. Right? I'm somehow the odd one out. I'm the one that's going to have a worse time because I'm not consuming ethanol. And this idea is nonsense. It's ludicrous. It's just not true. And if anything, when you go out and socialize and meet friends, it becomes a lot more enjoyable. So by avoiding alcohol and avoiding certain situations, you are, to an extent, you're almost telling yourself that what you are doing is making a sacrifice. And I want to just remind you, that you're not making a sacrifice. Alcohol is doing nothing for anybody. It can't help anybody. It does absolutely nothing to serve a single person. So provided that you've got that extremely strong worldview and you're not gonna waver either way, then it's game over. It's gonna be an awesome time. Anyway, guys, like I said, if you want more details on the Soberclear program, head over to soberclear.com, click one of the links in the description and have a fantastic day.